Okay. So, welcome to once again to the Millennium Fandom. I am your host, Mike. My name's not fucking Warren Bubbers. With me today is uh, a very dear, near, and very old friend of mine, uh, Patrick Barber. Hi, Warren. What? I said my name's not fucking Warren. I'm just curious about this now. Say, Pat, uh, before we get started, hey, what are you drinking there? Apparently, it's a Bacardi and Dr. Pepper. Ooh, that sounds spicy. That sounds spicy. I, myself, I am having a 21st Amendment brewery, uh, brew free or die, blood orange IPA. Um, it's, uh, it's not bad. It's refreshing. It's not something that I feel like I could continually drink and just kind of have a good time with. It's kind of one of those things where, like, you kind of have to have it on a hot summer day. You know what I mean? It's not hot out or a summer day. You know what? <laughs> it was like 50 degrees out. You're today. instantly regretting this, aren't you? I love you so much. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Did, did I mention you're one of my <laughs> oldest friends? One of my one of my longest and dearest and nearest friends. Anyway, hey man, I brought you uh, up here in the attic because I really wanted to talk, especially with you, about Halo. Uh, whether it be the game universe or books. Oh because... Because, uh, and I know, uh, both of us have kind of been out of the loop, uh, honestly, because uh, the whole the whole thing just kind of has seemed to kind of drop off, you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, when it first started, I mean, was it when Halo, when the original Halo came out, Combat Evolved, the very first game came out? Well, first, first before we even dig into that, um, tell, tell anybody who doesn't know what Halo, can you, can you explain what it is? Uh, it's a first-person shooter sci-fi action game. Um, uh, <laughs> crickets. Crickets, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, for people who don't know video games, I mean, that's the like, very basic definition. And then it's got, well... But what's the story behind it, though? I mean, what what's uh, obviously, yeah, okay. Anybody can look at the cover and say, "Ah, oh, it's a first-person shooter." But I mean, what's the story behind it? Uh, that's a long answer. Oh, give us the brief <laughs> version. Brief. Oh, um, from just the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start at the we'll start at the top. The f- that was always my gripe with the first game, and why it took me so long to actually get into it is because there was no setup. It just kind of threw you right into it and was like, shoot things. Right, right. And I, at that time, I wasn't into that type of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And then somehow managed to get it because we were all playing it during parties over at a friend's house and just playing multiplayer. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. And (laughs) then started jumping more around. But first game storyline, you just, you're thrown into the, Shoes of the Master Chief, mm-hmm. who, without any explanation, people would just think is a big towering robot that shoots things. Sure. But he's not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you find that out later, but very little character development in the first one. Um, you are in a military spaceship. Yeah. And are immediately under attack by some unknown alien alien threats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, and that's and that's exactly kind of the that's pretty much yeah, that almost exactly encapsulate encapsulate that one maybe. Yeah. That's that's almost exactly what what the whole first first game is. I mean, I mean realistically, that's that's essentially what it is. It's it's not it's there's not a whole lot of exactly character development or storyline development. It's basically yeah, you're just kind of thrown into this shit right away. But what was interesting about Halo, especially the first one, was just that the fact that the story it was like it was like one of the few games that could re- that you could really get away with that that didn't really need that storyline because it was so fun to play. Like just. Oh, yeah, back then the controls were, like, so polished. Oh, yeah. For a first-person shooter. Yeah. 
Like you start off that game and the movement so smooth mm-hmm. and aiming and it just felt natural. Grenade throwing. It was. It was all right there. It was all just so natural. And and that was what I was going to ask you was was it. Um, so obviously, I think you actually already answered. It. It, obviously, it wasn't the storyline. <laughs> Not immediately, no. <laughs> it wasn't the storyline that, that drew you into it. It was the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So at what point then, at what point would you say, because you've read a lot of the books, you were actually the one to turn me onto the books. And I know you still kind of hold this against me, and rightfully so. But uh, there was a point where you were all like, "Mike, Mike, you gotta read these books. They're so, they're so good." And I'm all like, "Nah, I'll wait till the movie comes out." Knowing full well that I was never gonna fucking read. It. I I did and that then, with a lot of series of books, though. I did yes. when as we were growing up. Oh, I absolutely. tried. I tried to hand you Star Wars books, yes. Halo. Yes. yes, you did. And it, was, uh, it was always. I'm not gonna read. Why would I read when I just can play the game or watch the movie? Um, Yes, and I am eating those words. Yeah, eating those words so hard right now. (laughs) Now I bring up I bring up a movie trailer. I found like, yeah, have you read the book yet? The book's amazing, Pat. I know, I know. Now I'm pushing it on you. I didn't even know it was a book. And, <laughs> and I just read the latest Halo book, and I, I'm not even sure you knew maybe about it. Silent. I knew I knew one came out, but... Silent Storm? Yeah, I knew, it, I knew it came out, but I'm so far behind on the books. It's Okay, well, if you want to borrow it, you know what I'm just saying? Anyway. I, would have to, I would have to borrow so many books to catch up to that one. Okay, you wouldn't have to, though, actually. And, and, but we'll get to that later. But right now, I, I was going to ask you, because um, we kind of got off on a tangent there. That's going to happen. Yes, it will. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Um, at what point, then, did the gameplay, because the gameplay, I felt like, all up until probably about four or five, was really starting to frustrate me, only because they kept changing the button layout. It was driving <laughs> me fucking nut bar. Especially since you, you'd, you'd go from... Like, uh, my wife and I play uh, Reach. We play Firefight mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. But then I'll want to go back and play, like, Halo 2. And then I'm like, fuck! I just threw a grenade and I tried to melee! Yep. I don't know. But at what point... Because always the controls, though, were always pretty very good. At what point, then, did you really start to care about the story? Was it was it through one of the other games? Or was it when you started to dive into the novels? No, it was... A little while after I decided to actually, you know, buy my own copy and start playing through the story of the first one. Okay. Um, what mission was that? Wasn't necessarily the first mission. Wasn't the second one where you're going to save all the other groups of Marines. Okay. I think it was the one where you end up having to go into one of the alien ships to save the captain. I can't remember what the name of that was. I don't recall the mission, but I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was something about the way you're the AI companion you've got, Cortana. It was the voice acting, I think, that really got me. Okay, that's what hooked you? Because the video games back then, some of them, you know, they had voice acting and everything, yeah. but the, it wasn't as clean and... Personable? Like, it yeah, always felt it was, really it, forced, robotic, yeah. but... Like, I mean, you go back to... Like the, I still love the games, but like the first two Resident Evil games, especially, especially the first one. That was a close call. Oh my god! Yeah, that that's a. Yeah, no, that that was a thing. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a. Second yeah. one was a huge improvement off that, but still had its issues. Okay, so so it was, but it was, for ac- actual voiced uh, characters, yes, it it was one of the times where I f- first times that I actually started to notice, like, hey, this is actually you know really well acted. There was like somebody was directing whoever the actress or uh-huh. actor, you know, hey, this is going on. This is your mood. You you know you've got to portray it in this way. There was a okay. you know so sure. There was actual investment there, which kind of triggered me into go. Okay, there's something here that I got to start paying attention to. Okay, and then 
you start picking up on more and then you start actually in the first game you start picking up the storyline when you start paying attention more and it's like okay there is actually a storyline here i'm still kind of was just thrown into it but yeah at least my current circumstances in game are starting to make sense now oh yeah 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 and i can kind of fill in the blanks with kind of whatever i want but it all kind of makes sense at the time sure okay okay so yeah um uh, when we probably my first my first real investment into the game uh, that really caught me was um, probably when you f- first got glimpse of the flood mm. when you were in that that kind of that underground bunker or whatever yep. and you were locked in there and then you got like that the uh, the the little uh, recorder chip from the dude's helmet from the other and helmet. all of a sudden it turns into a horror game yeah and you're like what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this what the hell is this. I thought I was just shooting things that were shooting back. Yeah, what, what the fuck? Stuff's killing things from the shadows. What's going on? I mean, they're popping, which is kind of fun. It's like zits, but god damn There's it. There's so many why of them. There, why is there so many? Wait oh a minute. I killed that one. Why is it? It got back up. Why? That's, that's not fair. That's not fair. You can't do that. <laughs> Did you ever take the time to shoot off both their arms? I have. I have. I have. So for anybody who's listening who has no idea what the fuck we're talking about, basically the flood is like a, uh, it, it's basically like a zombie virus, sort of, uh, but it mutates them, mutates their hosts, uh, you know, uh, regular people just obnoxiously. And you can shoot off, what we're talking about right now is you can t- shoot off both of their arms and they will still come after you. Uh, but they just won't do anything. They'll just like follow you around at this point and just get in your face, and you're just kind of like just uh, stand there. Okay, you're a grossly adorable. You're like a zombie puppy and, and make weird noises. <laughs> yeah, not good. Uh, but yeah, that was always that was always really fun. I remember though, um, and this is going back. Uh, the first time you guys introduced me because you were into Halo before I was. Like in in fact, I was still at this point. I was a I was a Sony guy. I was a mm-hmm. PlayStation. Like fuck Xbox, blah blah blah. Well, that was one of the reasons that that kept me from getting the game for a long time. Sure, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I always way. played PlayStation too. Yeah, and everything. So absolutely. Uh, so it was just funny. Um, because then like you and uh you know uh Nick, and I think your brother and uh. I can't remember who else, but I mean, we had, you know, there was always just a crew of people over at, in your basement and all playing Halo. And then you guys would eventually be like, Mike, come play. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I'm going to suck at it. <laughs> like, just come play. Well, like, it, I don't want to. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to suck. And you can, we'll just, we'll let you figure it out for a little while. I'm like, okay. All well, right. That, that really started at Jimmy's place because Is that I where it started. Yeah. Cause I didn't have an Xbox at that time. So, okay. And I, Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy did either, but um, we had, there were a couple friends of ours in our big giant group mm-hmm. of friends that we had. Yeah. That had a couple, and we, somebody brought, a couple of them brought like two or th- three Xboxes one night after one oh. of the high school football games, and we all oh, met no. over there. And oh, no. <clears throat> we're sitting in the basement, and they're like, hey, man, we got, we brought these. We can, we can, Freaking land party. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Pat, Pat, I don't understand. Land party was always a PC thing. What is it? <laughs> it's just a home console land. What is this? How dare you, sacrilege. We set it up, you know, and there. I didn't initially play, but, you yeah. know, I'm talking to other people in Jimmy's basement, basement, and then all of a sudden I'm hearing people screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs, <laughs> laughing and calling uh, each other fucktards. Oh, and, yeah. And I look in there, and I'm like, okay, that's that's not Goldeneye. What no. what is going on here? So I started paying attention, and like, yeah, Barber, play a game. All right, and then I started shooting people, and then, yeah. See, but I didn't end up getting my own copy and my own Xbox until we were living in Rochester. Oh, really? Yeah. See now, because I thought you then somebody must have brought it over to your house because I very specifically remember playing at your house and getting super pissed off because you guys finally convinced me to play. So I started playing. 
And they're like, yeah, we'll let you walk around. We'll let you figure out the controls. Blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I'd spawn, I'd get fucking sniped right in the head. <laughs> so I'd die and I'd be like, ah, okay. Everybody would laugh like, oh, okay. You, that, you know, everybody gets one. And so then that, I'd respawn and then I'd get somewhere else completely. But of course, the rest of you fuckers knew exactly where all the spawn points were. So you just keep capping me right in the head. And I'd be like, wow, guys, this is fun. See you later. I fucking need this shit. Yeah, I remember that. I think it yeah. was I, I think it was either Nathan or Neil. That might have been it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't because they had one. <laughs> I don't remember who, but I just remember it driving me batshit crazy. But but I mean, I it's just kind of ironic that something like such an unpleasant experience like that. Like I don't know if like I just got so downtrodden that I'm like, you know what? You know what? No, 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 no. I'm gonna show them fuckers. I'm gonna show them because I don't know why, but uh, apparently that was the start. Even me getting capped in the head and hardly getting to run around was enough for me to be like, no, I want to play now. Was, I, I think it know. was when we started playing teams instead of just free-for-all stuff. You know, That might have been it. That might have been. God, I hope so. I don't know. Um, but That or later on in when we were living in Rochester, you, me, and Seth, like, let's play Rockets. Rockets game. There was oh no s- real skill there in it. There was no it. strategy. Just, it was just a fuckload of rockets. Explosions constantly. Just, yes, that was that was gorgeous. That, I will give you that. Yes. That was a good time. Um, but one one of my fondest memories, and I always tell people about this, is uh, you know back when back when I got my you find so you finally got your own Xbox. Mm-hmm. I got my own Xbox. I got you already had Halo. I had Halo. So then we both decided. That basically, I would just keep my Xbox along with a television at your house. <laughs> and then after school or whatever, I'd basically just come over to your house. And then we would just play online until, I don't know, 11, oh, yeah. 12 o'clock. You, I think, were, would typically play later. We'd play online for hours, yeah. hours. And it was always just so and that much was, fun. that was... After Halo 2 came out. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the first one that didn't have That's actual right. multiplayer. Yes, yes. Like that. And, and, one of my, and one of my finest memories of that is the one time, because, I mean, it was always notorious. It was always notorious because uh, Halo, I think, was the first to, well, no, it wasn't the first to have, like, any sort of scale. But I think at first they didn't have a rating system. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, and then they introduced, a, like, a rating or, like, yeah, a... Yeah, for uh, matchmaking. Yes, for yep. matchmaking. So then... So you could see who um, was all in the lobby and who was who was the highest or who the ranks were in the team opposing and who were the in the, the team you were with. So one time, by the pe- way, during that time, those ranks meant absolutely nothing. It was just how long you had been playing. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. That, um, that, that, I, that's going to become important somewhere in this conversation. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I'm. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Either way, chip on your shoulder. I get it, Pat. Thanks for displaying that now. Jesus Christ! No, I'm not. No, sure. no, no, no. It's not a chip on my no, shoulder. Let's, I'm, let's just get try- it out. I'm just trying to let <laughs> the listeners know that the ranks really didn't mean anything. So then, when we get on yeah. the topic of people cheating to get a higher number yeah, for yeah. no reason, right, right, right. No, I. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. Totally BSing. All good. Love oh, you, man. Yeah. Love you. But um, sometimes so, too much. Oh, God. All, all day. Every day. No. But we were, okay. So we, <laughs> so we were in the lobby and the countdown was beginning. And two, I think it was because it was 4v4 or was it 6v? Oh, no, I, don't I think it was 4v4. And um, two of our members dropped out. And I was, at this point, I'm just getting so fucking irritated by constantly having to restart and get back into games because we constantly had team members. Dropping out, so then we'd be outmatched. And I was just like, "Fuck it, Pat. Fuck it. Let's get out of here. I don't even want to." Man, man, man. And then you're just like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, hang, nah. H- hang on. We're let's let's just let's see this through. Let's see." I'm like, "Dude, we're gonna get our fucking asses kicked. It's four v two. We're gonna get fucking rocked." And you're like, "Nah, let's just <laughs> let's just play. Let's just play." <laughs> You were so calm and cool, and I was just like, fine, fine, whatever, dude, whatever. And then we went in, and they were guarding, they were guarding, I think, the uh, the, the, sh- the sword. And it was just so funny, because you fucking totally called it, because we totally kicked their ass. <laughs> oh, my God. It was it was battle rifles. We had, uh, I think, yeah, battle rifles. 
we we both had bat or it was it was team battle rifles or some shit like that. And we just fucking whooped their ass. Was it was this? great. And they were so pissed. You could hear them. Because that was when you still had like proximity mics. Oh, yeah. So you could hear them just like, they're going to get so many experience points from this. Oh, my God. Like, there was so much <laughs> infighting because we were just fucking kicking their ass. Oh, it was brilliant. I was so happy. I was so happy. And then we went outside because you had to have a smoke after that. Uh, I mean, that was an intense game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you are not wrong, sir. You are not wrong. And one of my other favorite stories to tell, too, about... about Stress level skyrocket. Was uh, some dude, I don't remember who, but this fucking dude challenged you one-on-one. Because he was... He no, was, no, he didn't... See, you remember that story wrong. He didn't challenge me. I thought he challenged you. No, because it was you, me, and my brother were playing. Okay. And me and Chris... My brother were on one TV, and you were on the other TV on your okay. Xbox okay. down in our basement. All right, all right. And we ended up winning, and in the post-game lobby, he was talking shit mm-hmm. specifically to me. Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, keep going. He didn't really challenge me, but he was calling me out for camping and power weapon horror and all that other stuff. That's right. And you, in the background... <laughs> Yelling from the other room <laughs> comes, challenge him, Barber! Challenge him! Yeah, my mic was on, so of course this other guy hears this, which then turns what? into, what? I challenged him. So we ended up having a one on one fight. And- but- but what I will say about this, what I will say about this was, um, yeah, he calls you out for, you know, camping and and camping around the, the power weapons and all this. And the overshield. Yeah, and the overshield. Um, but, he, you know, yeah, so you two got into a thing, and and uh, he was all like, well, what, uh, what, what, what do you want to do? You name it. And you were just like, nah, you name it. Anywhere you want, any, just any so level, cool. any, any level, any setup you so want. So then he picked it. He picked out all the levels, and then he's the one. He was the one that was camping Oshi, camping the Overshield. He kept fucking and camping the the rocket launcher and the and the, the rocket, sword. Yep, rocket launcher, Overshield, and the sword. Were so the it was big like, oh my targets. god! And you still ended up just fucking beating his ass, and then he still well, just I mean, was, it was so butthurt. I mean, you didn't. It was like, a close game. It was like, a close he, game, but you won. I, mean, I ended up coming off. back once I realized, like, realized that okay, he's not leaving that side of the map. Yep. yep. So yeah, I yeah, got yeah. a battle rifle. White. I'm just gonna bait him, and then oh, you're in a hallway. Yeah. And you've got a sword, douche. Well, they're 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 you're dead, douche. God, that was, I was, and I I even tried to be have like good sportsmanship at the end. Well, I right, right. We loaded into the post game lobby after that, and I only think, God, that was years ago. I really only think I beat him by like two, maybe three points, maybe. Yeah, it, it wasn't a huge lead, but <clears throat> no. it was enough that you and were it, comfortable. But it was just you know we loaded in, and I was actually starting to compliment him. Sure. Like, man, that was good game. Like, yeah. nah, you had was... me on the on the wire for a long time there, and immediately it was fucking noob, fucking using noob combo and camping again. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not even gonna stick around for this. Yep. this was fun. <clears throat> but but yeah, that that was a notch in my belt. But no, <laughs> but no, I did not challenge him. <laughs> Sorry. You I'm from sorry. the background, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Because I, I keep forgetting that that uh, my voice carried through. Because that's that's because I'm just like, hey, you should fucking challenge him. You know. That's how I hear it in my head. It was just me being all like, hey, you should challenge him. And Instead people. Me, yeah. And, and people I play with online in video games now wonder why I always have my mic muted. That's my bad. <laughs> That's my bad. So other people can't get me in trouble. I'm sorry, man. That's my bad. <laughs> all right. So so basically, all right. So they just um Halo 5, they you know, they did they did uh Combat Evolve, which was the first one, two, three, and then I think they did Reach, and then they did four and five, and ODST was in there for a while too. Um out of out of all those um, what game do you think is probably your favorite and why? Ooh. I'm going to get 
I could get some flack for this one. Do it, but, baby. Um, you feel how you feel. ODST is actually my favorite one in the entire series. And I've heard that from several people. Because it's it's a rich side story. It's mm-hmm. not it's not the master chief. It's not um you, you don't have all of the the support characters, but it's still you're still playing in the same universe, but it's a rich it's well, a really rich uh, side story. That's what I liked about it is because you, you like you do have the side characters. Mm-hmm. It's not you're not like this overpowered one man army, which is really fun in the other games yes. as the Master Chief. But yes. then to throw in a story that's so much the same, but then again so totally different from the other games, right? Like. That and that one was almost completely story driven. After yes. the after the first game, my biggest gripe with the Halo franchise was it seemed like all of the development, the or the majority of the development, went into the multiplayer. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, and I mean, kudos to them because they Which, they, I mean, they took a, they took multiplayer to the whole next level. Yeah, it was an amazing. It, it was. It was. Uh, but. But it's such a great. Uh, there's so much potential. There's so much potential. So much potential. Um, and I'm I'm kind of on the level. I was really disappointed, um, with Guardians. Um, I I thought there was a lot of potential there too. Halo Five, Halo Five Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. It, it just it seemed it seemed forced. Yeah. Like I, the, the most compelling part of that story was with Cortana and how Mm -hmm. she was sort of, that was her point where she was degrading and starting to, to die and, and to see her like work, work a way around that was like, Oh cool. Like stuff could work. And then she flips though. Like suddenly there's a, um, they start to work against each other, you know, the master chief and, or no, cause it's halo four that she starts to, Mm, isn't it? No, no, it's it's five. It is because oh, yeah. five yeah. starts off with her because at the end of four, as far as the game as the player knows, she's gone. That's right. But okay. then in the story of five was, and I've only played through it once because I don't own it. I played it over at a friend's house. He was nice enough to let me sit on his couch an entire day <laughs> and play through the campaign. <laughs> right on. But um, that one is the one where I think the chief actually goes AWOL to find her again. Okay. Oh, and okay. And she is degrading because she's on, she's been alive for so long as yeah. an AI, and yeah. they only live for so long. Right, right. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I have trouble. I still think, for me, I think probably Halo 2 was probably my favorite because I felt like that was – Everything that you loved about the first Halo and more. You got you got more of the storyline, you got better gameplay, and you got to dual wield. Which yeah. I thought was fucking badass. What I what I loved about Halo 2. Excuse me. <laughs> you can edit that out. No, you won't. I'm gonna care. fucking edit that out. It's gorgeous. Um was the surprises in it because it was before the days of everything is being monitors as monitored as it's being created and produced there. Like, yeah, the internet was around, but it wasn't as easily accessible and video game magazines were still a really big thing back then. So you would get, you would get actual like, articles on hey this game's coming out this is where they are this is the type of features that are going to be in the game but you don't get you didn't have the spoiler culture oh yeah like, okay yeah 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 <clears throat> like I know now like about. nowadays there yeah, would have yeah. been no way a video game company could have gone from game announcement yeah. to game release without people finding out that you play half of the game as a different character yeah, yeah, fair. I didn't necessarily like that aspect of Halo 2, but it was a gigantic surprise to me as I was playing through it. Right? Like, all of a sudden, you, you're you in it, and you're like, holy shit, I'm, I'm an elite. Yeah, I'm an elite 
from somewhere in the first game who is now a playable character. I didn't right. know that. And there he, was no mention of this. Is he my friend? I don't understand. Yeah. I, d- I do have some gripes with Halo 2's story, but that's just because I was obsessed with, massively obsessed with Halo back then. Sure. And I was following it from, like, when they an- announced it, and a buddy of mine showed me, like, the old E3 trailer. Mm-hmm. That was their first gameplay trailer for it, and it was like, and then the released game came out, and it was completely different. Oh, sure. So it was like, well, that's kind of a letdown. I see bits and pieces of that trailer in the actual game, but it is not as good. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, all right. So That and the cliffhanger ending. I'm sorry, that was a horrible ending. Like I, you know, and I got to be honest, I I forgot, I forgot it. I, it's because there's been so many that I've, yeah, you know, and I'm still. It's been so long since I've played through them. Um, so what have you heard about? Uh, God damn it, what's the newest one? Because aren't they working on mm-hmm. another one right now? What is um, it? I know? think it's Halo Infinity. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think that's right. Have you heard anything about that? Because I haven't. All I've, I've heard, to, but I, I haven't found anything. Not, not much is out for it yet. They've got, they had the uh, announcement trailer for it, which was basically a game engine trailer because they've created like a whole n- the new game engine for it. Okay. And it was just kind of a show off trailer to like, hey, this is what our game engine can do. This is what the game will look like. And sure. It's impressive looking. Right on. Um. But from anything that I have seen from it, it looks like the chief finds another Halo ring. Okay. Okay. Which is interesting because in I total speculation here because it was a game yeah. engine trailer. Let, let's ride. But there's wildlife and stuff running around in that trailer. And then the final scene is him standing there and you can see the halo and the horizon sure. the way it goes up oh, and yep. everything. Yep. But there was wildlife on the ring. Which has which, not appeared on no, in any other one. Because the rings are basically prison worlds for the flood, flood parasite. Right. And they can't have hosts running around, right. basically. Right. So that that's interesting to me if they're actually going to do anything with that or if it was just kind of like show off animation and lighting effects. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. On moving creatures. See, isn't that kind of the bitch of it nowadays is that you, you can't, you can't, you kind of have to take everything at face value. Where, like you were saying before, when um, you know when all the magazines came out and stuff, uh, you were only shown and you were only um, you you were able to speculate um, about whatever you were shown. Mm-hmm. So, like if they did come out with a trailer, it was easy to look at that and say, "Oh, holy shit! Like this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Like why is this there? Like you could let those run wild." But now it seems like yeah, a trailer like that comes out and you're like. Uh, they might just be showing off the new engine. I, mm-hmm. I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like it sucks. It sucks. It sucks hard because like you want to have that and you want to, you want to have that excitement, but it's, it's hard to build off of that knowing that, um, that, that it could just be nothing. Yeah. This was, it could be bragging. That, hey, like, this is a, this is a tech demo. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it, and, and knowing, knowing that it's it's either going to be kick ass like you're going to be like holy shit like there's going to be a really good reason as to why that is there or it's going to be like well that's that just ruins the entire story for like everything mm-hmm. like why 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 uh, but anyway all right so all right moving past the games well right. quick interjection about the no nope, go trailer. ahead yeah, yeah at the end of that trailer you you only see him like his upper leg from behind as he's holding his helmet and everything, and yeah. it's it's the old armor design. Oh, okay. It was the old armor design from Halo Three. Was it the the Mark Two, Mark Three? I think Mark Four. Fuck! Oh my god! I don't know. We're old. So if anybody hears anything that sounds like farts, it's actually Pat. <laughs> Just shifting himself on the chair. Okay, I just have to say, I don't, I don't know if I can hear it through the headphones, but it, it's loud enough that I'm worried that the microphones might pick it up. Okay. That's a fart, man. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Cut. I'm just kidding. All right, so anyway. 
Anyway, but okay. Well, so, yeah, the it's the old. It's you know, the old armor. Well, yep. older, older armor. armor. Yeah, it's the original. The, it's not. No, it's not the original. Oh. It was like the upgraded armor that he got in Halo Two and Three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but then his armor changed in Halo Four, yeah. and I actually a lot of people had a problem with it, the way he looked in Four with the armor and everything. But I actually enjoyed it because it made him look more imposing sure you know yeah less hokey less yeah less just you know okay he's wearing a skin suit that looks metal right right. you know it actually looked like armor to me sure okay okay but so i again i don't know if it's going to be in the game or if it's but who knows sure okay so um i want to talk a little bit about the novels and i know that you said it's been a while since you know oh yeah a little out of the loop, but I, I have to say, so I just finished reading. <coughs> Excuse me. Nice. Uh, how's your drink, by the way? How's, good. how's yours? It's good. good. Sitting well? Yeah. I just, I finished mine. I cracked it before we started this and it's gone now. Wow. That's number three for the evening. You planned that wrong. How? You should have had a backup or waited, I, I, you know. I know. I'm sorry. I disappoint you all. Just a big fucking disappointment. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so we were talking about a book. So I picked up, I picked up, I picked up Halo: Silent Storm. Now, out of out of most of the books that I've read and all the novels that I've read, and and some of them you've graciously loaned me, um, it seems like it's it's been kind. It's been either an origin story, or it's mm-hmm. been. Um, um, uh, like in between the games, right? Uh, right. This was unique. This this story was unique to me because it was basically the Master Chief's first combat insertion, his first real insertion, and him and his team, his their first insertion with um with an actual live uh, combat missions, right? Okay. So this was the first time that they actually saw action, and it's against you know because. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, the Master Chief and the whole Spartan program—they're basically these kid super soldiers. I mean, they—you know—abducted uh, from their families at about six years old, replaced with clones, um, and put through ba- basically special special forces training from the age of six. Yeah, but but that's what was so great was that they could essentially handle it. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't typical. They it wasn't just enough that they got genetic, sort of genetic engineering. Yeah, they they were everything. chosen well before that, just off of like, hey, they've got better reflexes than most kids. Right. They've got yes. a little bit better insight and things right. like that. So, so, um, so <clears throat> at this time in sort of the Halo universe, uh, you know, the insurrectionists were going on. Nobody liked the fact that uh, there was, you know, this united. Federations or whatever, we we had colonized other planets, and some of them were, you know, trying to basically become insurrectionists, and so they developed the Spartan program to basically get all of the rest of the, uh, all the rest of them in line. Well, that's when, um, you know, that's kind of where this starts to take place is during that time when when they start to do do these missions, and then sort of at the same time roughly when the covenant start to attack too so like the covenant are a fairly new threat they're they're aware of them but they're a fairly new threat they're not really very well established so they're still fighting these insurrectionists mm. while at the same time the still covenant kind of, is kind of like creeping into the yeah, area yeah they, I mean, they've already glassed a, a couple of planets but they're like oh you know like we, well, we don't want to well, let's keep our distance because we don't mm. know anything about them and that was the cool thing too, is is learning, um, watching them or reading reading through the book how they uh, caught some of their some of their tech and was you know trying to develop it. So yeah, I, I recommend it for anybody who's kind of into the Halo universe. Universe, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a pretty good book. But I I, I mean I know I've fallen out of the loop, but I even the book Halo books that I haven't read, mm-hmm. I would still probably recommend because. I did read, you know, from the beginning of the Halo books up 
a good chunk and they sure. were all written pretty well. Yeah, it seemed like like they always pretty well held my interest, but the, I mean that's kind of a biased opinion. I I love Halo. Right. So, I mean but hey, I mean I I love Lord of the Rings, but I cannot force myself to read through the first book. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, no. As as much as I want to I can't take a hundred pages of description for Bilbo's birthday oh party. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> like, come on, man! I, all all the credit, all the credit, due. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, well, uh, honestly. And uh, I read when, when I learned that they were making the Hobbit movies. Right? Mm-hmm. I found that Becky, my wife, had uh, this awesome, awesome hardcover cased uh, version of the Hobbit, and I'm like, oh fuck me! I got to read this. Because that was when I really started to get back into reading, mm-hmm. and so I read it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like it was, it was really good. It was a good read, pretty easy page turner. You know, there were still some parts that were very droll, but then you get into the movies, and the first movie was like, "Yeah," and then the movie was like, uh, "Okay," and then the third movie was like, "That that's a whole different podcast here." Because I, yeah, I'm at, I'm actually on the the side that actually liked all three of the Hobbit movies on top of the Lord of the Rings movies. Fair. I loved all three Lord of the Rings, but you're right. That is a different podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that because holy shit. Yeah, that, that'll be going on for hours. This this will be a fucking five-hour-long podcast, which I don't think anybody wants. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so out of the novel, the novels, do you recall the one that you really liked? That one, The one that you were like, holy shit, that was a great read. Oh, um, I've, well, pretty much just because it's the beginning of the story of the actual story of the chief and yes. everything. I, what is the name of that book? It's the first one. The, it's the, first, it's the first book. book. <laughs> Way to narrow it's it not, down. It's not first strike because that's the one that takes place in between the first and second game. It's Hang not on. the flood because that's the novelization of the game, the fall of Reach or the ghost of Onyx. Uh, it may have been th- or no. first strike. Nope, that's the one that takes place in in between the first game and second game. Okay, is it the flood? Nope, that's flood. the novelization of the first game. Fucking hell! I think man. it's I think it's actually the fall of Reach. It's got to be because I'm pretty. Reach was the first planet to fall under the covenant, wasn't it? Out of I, I thought it was, but it wasn't. I don't think it was the first overall planet. My memory is horrible. That's right. I'm probably that's people are going to be. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, whatever, whatever. But it it's it it was the story of like, it started off with him as a you know six year old, five six year old, you know, and him being inducted into this program and having to deal with it and sure basically learning that okay <clears throat> we're kids but we're not being allowed to be kids mm-hmm. like this isn't play we're if we don't do this we're uh, we're we're going we going to die we going to die we going we going to die at we're nine you know, and that, <clears throat> some of the kids don't get that at Didn't first. Didn't even get my rocks off. <laughs> and it, it just it flushed out a lot of his character to me. Sure, it helps set and the stage for basically what you already knew. Yeah, right. Like on. you, you got to learn why. Like okay, why this guy is quiet all the time? Why his character doesn't really. It, he does talk in the games, but not that much. When needed. When needed. When needed. You you understand why. Yeah. Because he's very, like, he's always been a conflicted character to me. Okay. Because he's, he ex- has accepted that, hey, I'm in the military. I This is my duty. This is what I'm good at. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the best I can and everything. It always struck me that he looked at the doctor that, you know, was heading the program as kind of like, well, she's not really, but she's kind of like a mom to us. Yeah, yeah. And she's not 
actual military. She's a you know scientist working for the military, but when it sure. came down to it, he would rather listen to her than a superior officer. Right, right, yeah. And then to find out that his AI companion, Cortana, is modeled after this person. Yeah. And then you you get the beginnings of the relationship between him and Cortana. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it turns out pretty pretty mm-hmm. cool like it, it does it it sets the stage for just about everything else which which yeah definitely helps you dive into so much so much right. story so okay so i think i think we're just about ready to wrap this up but before we do before we do um pat uh the more you know <laughs> is there anything that you have come across recently um uh, you know, movies, TV, book, a- anything nerd, anything, anything geeky that you have that you have really kind of latched onto in the in the past week, month, year that you think other people like you or I should really know about, or do you think we'd really enjoy? Hmm. Well, um, so not related to Halo, just in the as yeah, just in general. Completely, awesome. completely um, in general. I've really, very recently, I've really gotten into Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. As my wife nods her head and, <laughs> you know, yep, yep. <laughs> I should let our listeners know he brought his, uh, looks like a friggin' toolbox full it of, is a toolbox. I'm assuming miniatures and paints and whatever else. And I'm assuming we'll be painting once we finish this podcast. But maybe go on. But, Got into it, um, and I've always been I've always been interested in Dungeons and Dragons, but never had a group of friends to really be able to sit down and play with because sure. campaign can take months or even years to go through. Sure, but my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, contacted me. Went, hey, you want to? We're going to start playing a campaign. You got some free time? You want to start playing? And I jumped in with him. Uh, another buddy of mine offered to play. You know, and I'm playing that campaign my wife is actually playing in that one so she can't give me too much crap about it <laughs> um but on top of all of that something if you don't really want to get into actually playing it yourself yeah um a show that i do watch it's on youtube and everything it's a weekly show mm-hmm. called critical role oh sure yeah, yeah. and it's actual voice actors playing through a campaign fun so like they actually take the role playing very seriously very seriously (laughs) to not seriously at all okay but it's really it's actually entertaining to actually sit there and watch somebody like one narrator and six people sitting at a table just rolling dice so because because it sounds like and I know very little about D and D, but I same as you, I've been interested in. It. it sounds like this critical role is basically a bunch of voice actors, essentially creating a story. Oh yeah, through a game. Yeah, to the point where <clears throat> they've they've gone through one full complete campaign, okay. which ended a couple like a year or two ago. I'm I'm very new to this, so anybody listening that has been a fan of critical role for a while don't that's what this is for man but their first campaign went for like 143 episodes wow okay and each episode is like two and a half three hours to five hours long oh my god so very very long story (laughs) and their dm created the whole thing Uh like he used the basis of dungeons and dragons and everything and Uh it is a dungeons and dragons game but he created the story for his characters and everything. And that's what I've always liked about D&D is like you use the basic rules, create a character, sure. and whoever's running the game can make it what they want it to be. Okay. They, they don't have to follow like the set campaigns that the company releases sure. for it. There's, there's rules. There's, there's boundaries. Oh, yeah. But past that, fucking the world's an oyster. Right. Neat. And... So they're they're currently in their second campaign right now. Okay. 
I forgot what the question was that was leading me into this. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> but basically what it sounds like to me is um, don't play D&D if you have commitment issues. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Or have yeah. A, or have a group of people that understand that hey, real life is more important in the long run than yeah. you know, sitting down and rolling Fair. dice or playing video games. Fair. Or, Fair. Know. Right on. Well, Pat, you got anything else you wanted to add about Halo or Critical Role or D and D? It's fun. Just, Go do it. Well, yeah. It's. It's fun, and if you do it, have fun doing it. If you're not having fun with it, don't do it. Don't waste your time. Words to live by. Pat, Patrick Barber. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. Of course. Appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for listening to the Millennium Fandom. Um, I'm hoping to have uh, another episode coming up here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, stick around. Thanks for joining us.